You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic with Dr. Heidi, a toxic relationship specialist. Here, we bring hope, healing, and freedom to those who have been affected by toxic relationships and emotional abuse. Learn to not only recognize a red flag when you see one, but have the courage to choose yourself and move forward in a life that's free from toxic control of others. Living in an environment that's not healthy for you can cause this type of abuse to be accepted as normal. The truth is, it's not normal. It's toxic. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Dr. Heidi. You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. Rid your life of toxic people. The date is March 16, 2020. I don't normally give the dates on the podcast, but today, um, obviously, with what's going on around us, I'm going to go ahead and give the dates so that you know exactly um, where this podcast fits in. Now, a couple things I need to announce first. Uh, Due to the recent meeting restrictions that have been made uh, because of the virus we are facing at hand, the It's Not Normal, It's Toxic conference for 2020, which was scheduled March 28th and 29th, is going to be postponed. We have not set a future date yet because we want a little more information on when it will be safe to reschedule. If you've already purchased your ticket, Be expecting a call from myself or one of my staff members uh, with the number that you provided and we will discuss different options for you and what type of support we can give you during this time. If you have not purchased your your ticket or you were still debating on attending, we are eagerly putting together some alternative options to connect with you. So be watching for announcements of upcoming online classes to keep you in connection with me during this time where our schedules and our lives are a little bit disrupted. So again, if you are thinking of the 2020 conference, it is postponed. We will let you know what the new dates are as soon as we have more information on the safety of scheduling in groups. Now, because also of what's going on in the country today, I wanna talk a little bit about what this um, virus is going to do to you who have to change your schedule and change your lifestyle for a couple weeks. If we are going to be quarantined, now quarantine means surviving, um, you know, putting yourself into a situation where you're not exposed to anyone else or to the public as to not expose anyone or be exposed, basically. And it all sounds good and it all sounds great And I know that the government and the different agencies are really putting into effect. The reason for the quarantining is obviously to stop the spread. We all get that. I come from a place where I know this is putting many of my listeners into a tough situation. Um, If you are living in a toxic environment and you are now quarantined to that toxic environment with the toxic people that are in your life, you are stressing out about the next couple weeks. So I wanna touch base a little bit on that and maybe give you some tips for making the next two weeks um, survivalable in a different sense um, as opposed to just the virus. The thing about being in a situation where we are asked to stay home and not do anything social and not go to our work and not be on a regular schedule, what it does to those who are living in environments that are toxic is it allows no place for escape. 
it allows no downtime, it allows no relaxation, and it allows no being off guard. And, you know, you're stuck within the walls, frustrations for everybody are high, kids are home from school who are not normally there, they are having cabin fever because they're tied up and they can't go out anywhere. Patience is gonna be very low, and you're always, always going to have to be on guard. So not that this is going to make it any better and not that it's going to give them an excuse to act the way they wanna act, but I wanna remind you of a few things if you are going into a situation like this. Remember, toxic people need control, power, attention, and admiration. So this is the perfect place for them to control because there is nothing else that they're able to control right now. So when you are quarantined or you're segregated or you are asked to stay in a certain spot and there is your toxic person is there, this is the perfect time for them to be in control and to pull the power card. There is also going to be a lot of blaming in a situation like this. Why? Because you didn't do this, obviously. None of this is your fault, but because they are out of control and this situation they cannot control, they are going to be over blaming you for other things, okay? And even though we know we can't fix it, you're gonna be stuck in a house trying your best to walk on eggshells and fix everything before it happens. You're gonna to try to keep the conflict and the stress down and that is gonna be very hard on you. So just remember the control, power, attention and admiration they're only seeking what they need to survive. Now, tensions are going to be high. So if you are in a toxic situation where there is a person who has the ability to get violent and get angry, you're gonna really have to be careful to the reactions that you do give them. Toxic people want a reaction. When you give them a reaction, they know that they're controlling you. That's what emotional abuse is, it's controlling your emotions and making you do what they need you to do. So since they're not able to control the situation that's going on, whether it's their work or their social activities or basically hobbies, just their day-to-day -day life is now upset, they are going to need to control the situation within the walls and control the people within the walls, right? And how are they gonna do that? They're gonna do that by needing reactions. So you're gonna to have to really keep yourself in check because there's not gonna be a lot of places for you to go. If you have a safety plan and a place that you can go, I would make sure that you get that established now. So if things do get bad during the next few weeks, you have a place to go, whether it's a friend's house or whether it's a parent's house or just some exit strategy so in case you need it, you've got it. So what you're gonna see in a situation like this for them to gain control is you're gonna see things that are going to provoke reactions. Picking fights, over, over, overly insulting you. High, high score on the criticism scale. There's gonna be comparisons. Um, there's gonna be a lot of things that you're gonna be doing wrong and they're gonna say you're doing them wrong and how come you're not doing them this way? Because if you're not together all the time and they don't see how you clean the house or they don't see how you take the garbage out or see how you drive the car, they're gonna be a lot more in tuned and hanging over you than they normally are. So just know that there's gonna be a lot of things that are not going to be approved. They'll say things like, I don't know why you do it that way. Have you always done it that way? You should be doing it this way. It makes way more sense. 
And I am one that I was always frustrated with that because to me, there's a lot of different ways to, I think the old saying is skin a cat, but the end result is the same. But in a situation where you're going to be quarantined with these people, their way is going to be the highway. And if you don't do it their way, it's going to cause a fight, which is exactly what they want because they want to provoke a reaction. So there's going to be name calling. There's going to be a lot of demands made. And remember, you're stuck in, in this house for a lot longer hours than you normally are. Tensions are high. You know, everybody is anxious. Everybody's frustrated. Everybody's sick of it. Everybody's sick of each other. So with you being the one that is trying to keep the peace and to keep everything calm, you need to be very in tune to what the toxic person in this situation is seeking. It's their perfect little place that they can hold all the power over. Okay. And there's nothing worse than being confined to a house or being confined to a space and having tension with somebody else that's in the room. And that is what is going to happen in this quarantine situation as it continues to progress. So what do and what can you do to avoid giving them the power? Well, we already know they criticize and we already know that they devalue. When they themselves need to feel valued, they're going to devalue you. So they feel better when other people are struggling. You guys hear me say that all the time. Toxic people feel better when other people are struggling. So just to instill the fact that they're in control, even though their territory got a little smaller, they're going to stay in control of what they can control. So when they're stressed and they're frustrated about their situation, they're going to take out their stress and their frustration on you. So you need to be very aware that, that what is happening and why it's happening. They need control and they need somebody to blame. If you are quarantined with them, you are the target. Okay. So not reacting in a situation like this, is going to cause a little bit more tension because when they want to prove that they have power, they're going to want a reaction. When you try to stay calm and you don't react, it may escalate. And I just want to do this podcast because I want you guys to be aware, you know, this is going to be a fine line between whether I stand up for myself or whether I back down in this situation, because there's not a lot of room to breathe when we're, um, when our lives have been put on hold the way they have. So, you don't want them to turn up the heat by not reacting, but you don't want to stand up for yourself so strongly that you could cause a fight that may be dangerous when you and your kids or whoever is in the house for a long period of time. It can become dangerous because you will get sick of it. Your tensions will get high. Your frustrations will get higher. Your patience is going to get low just like theirs. And so it's going to cause conflict. Be smart about it. Know, know that this is temporary and I am sorry for those of you who are in a situation where you are now not only feeling trapped in your life, now you're actually trapped in your house. Okay, so this is, this is temporary. If you've been living in it, you can handle this. And I, I absolutely know that I'm probably going to have several people that reach out to me in the next two weeks because things are very flared up. If you haven't seen the cycle of abuse for a while, you're probably going to see it within the next month. So be careful pushing back because we do not want to escalate any of this into the danger zone. Try to stay ahead of them. 
I know me telling you this is nothing new. That's what we do. We try to stay ahead of them. We always want to be one step ahead because then we have the advantage, right? We can predict their behavior. We usually know what's coming next. So if you can stay one step ahead of them, even though that's going to put a little bit more demand on you, just understand why they're doing it. Understand what they are doing. Don't let it dig deep and know that you're doing the best you can. This is going to be difficult. Anything in a toxic relationship is difficult. This is going to be another thing that is going to be difficult. So I could not imagine a worse place for me to be than in a situation where I am stuck in a building with somebody that I know is provoking and that I know makes me tense and ultimately that I am scared of or that instills fear in me. So we must be smart in knowing what they are doing and why they are doing it. Again, with a situation like we're having, there is going to be a huge increase in tension. Why? Supplies are low. You know, tempers are high. We're claustrophobic. We're bored. We're living by somebody else's rules. Our schedule is off. So the tension is going to be very high. There is going to be a need for constant control within that environment because they cannot control the situation outside in society what's going on right now. So they are going to turn up the heat to control the situation within the household. There is going to be teardowns. There's going to be criticisms. There's going to be name callings. There's going to be comparison. And guess what? You can't go anywhere because there's no relief because you're not working. They're not working. They're never leaving. You're never leaving. The kids are there. So there's going, just know there is going to be a lot more criticisms. There's going to be a lot more blame and there's going to be a lot more deflection. You're going to be doing everything wrong. And even though we already know all this, it's going to be heightened during the next couple weeks. So I feel like if I tell you it's going to happen, it's not going to be so overwhelming when it does happen. You could be like, yep, Dr. Heidi said this was going to happen. She also said this was going to be hard. And she also knows that if I've done what I've done up to this point, I'm strong enough to get through this also. But the deflection, the you're too sensitive, you're doing things wrong, you know, that's not my fault type of thing, just be prepared for that. The other thing that I am struggling with when I think about a lot of you out there that are now in a quarantine type situation, toxic people like to isolate us. They isolate us from our support systems, our friends, our families, so that other people don't influence our perception of them. They want to be completely responsible for the view that we have of them. So if it's, if it's not bad enough already that you can't see your family and you've been cut off from your friends, now you've been cut off from work, you've been cut off from the school, you know, the social events at school, you've been cut off from your hobbies, your exercise classes. So the isolation is gonna be very intense. I suggest if you are not in the Strength Within group, which is the online Facebook support group, if you are not in it now, I absolutely would get in it over the next three or four weeks, just so you know that you're not alone. Because if you're in that house living through all of this and the intensity of all of this is turned up, it is gonna be a struggle. So get on Facebook, search Strength Within. You have to answer a few questions. I'm the only one that sees the answers to those questions. And I'll approve you into that group. So you will be within a whole community of people that is going through the same thing.
also living in an environment like that, um, toxic people like to instill fear. Okay, not necessarily instilling fear for your physical safety, but instilling fear that you're going to make them mad or that you're going to disappoint them or their tempers are going to flare up or you did something wrong or you didn't get enough done or you're not going to meet their approval or there's a whole long list of things that you, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. We walk on eggshells because we are fearful of something that they have taught us to be fearful from. So in this situation, just know it is going to be difficult. Understand what they are doing. And it's going to be easier for you to get through. If you remember the fact that they feel better when other people are struggling, the criticisms and the comparisons and the name calling may not bother you so much. You're just going to have to let some of that roll off. And again, if it gets bad in the house, find an exit strategy. Reach out to the people that that know you well and say, if it gets bad, do you mind if I come over? I, it is imperative to put safety first in situations like this because the intensity of all of the character traits are going to be very high. So that's some suggestions if you are in a relationship and now you are taken out of your normal schedule, okay? The next thing I wanna talk about is a little bit of the hoovering, okay? Toxic people use different events and situations to try and suck you back in. This event is no different. They are gonna make you feel, so this would maybe be in a situation where you've already broke up with them, you're divorced from them, you've moved out of your parents' home, the kids have moved out. Whatever the dynamic of the relationship is, if it's not an intimate partner, it may be family members. Coworkers are gonna do a little bit better because you're not gonna have to see them so much. but. This is, for instance, if you have cut off a toxic person, whether it's a recent cutoff or whether it is a long standing, they will use events like this to make you feel like, A, they care about you again, and you know, you're the kid's dad, I wanna make sure you're okay, or you know, I just wanna make sure you've got everything you need. You know, do you have food? Do you want me to bring some over? Or that kind of thing. They're going to reiterate some of the love bombing stuff. Well, I just wanna help you. Because a toxic person always wants back in. They always want back in control. They want to control as many people as they can. So just because you've broke up with them doesn't mean that they are completely okay with losing that amount of control. So situations like this are perfect because they can act like they're nice and they want to help you. Or they can say with everything so disrupted, um, let's put every, let's put say, a, let's put the divorce on hold or let's let's just try it again while we get through this you'll hear things like that and then because everything is kind of an uproar and and you're nervous about the situation and now you're off schedule and you don't know what to do with the kids because the kids are out of school it sounds better if maybe you had some help so maybe we could just put off the divorce or put off the breakup or get back together for a while and see if we can get through this maybe this is just what we were looking for Maybe we just needed something like this quarantine to help us, you know, really see the importance of our relationship. You're going to hear stuff like that. You're going to hear stuff like, um, do you have ammunition? Do you have the toilet paper? All the stuff that people are now going out to hoard. A toxic person is going to want you to feel like you're dependent on them. And I just posted this in The Strength Within. 
do not accept anything from them unless it's an emergency. Because even though it seems like they care and it seems like they're trying to help, all they're really doing is trying to prove to you that you can't get through tough times and that you need them to take care of you. You don't need them. You've got other people and, and most importantly, you've got yourself. You've come this far, you're gonna do just fine through this also. So don't let this particular event that's going on in the nation be any reason that you take your focus off of you and what you're doing to remove yourself from unhealthy situations. Uh, we see this also when bad things happen, you know, um, funerals or car accidents or anything that they can get you to respond to them. Hey, I know this virus thing is crazy, but maybe I can, you know, I can come and hang out with the kids for a while. Okay, that's their reason to get in your house. You know, I know this, this coronavirus thing is crazy. Maybe we can just, um, I'll take the kids, let's just mess up our schedule a little bit. I'll take the kids this week because it'll help you out as far as having to work from home. And okay, the minute you start giving in on things like that, they are once again crossing your boundaries and they are easing their way back into control. So regardless of whether we're going to work or whether we're going to school, don't compromise. If you have a paperwork, what does the paperwork say? Just because you don't have bread doesn't mean they need to bring you bread, okay? You will figure it out because even though it seems like they're trying to help, a toxic person is seeking control. And you know what? In this environment, they're feeling out of control just like you are. You know, they don't know what to do with the situation at hand. So they're just going to immediately go back to the people that they know they can control because that way the toxic person feels more secure. You know, and you, if you don't accept it from them, you might get a little pushback because they're going to say, well, I was just trying to help. Yeah, I know, but that's not the type of help you need. And even though they're going to come in a mask, presenting themselves as somebody who wants to help, usually the motive is still self-centered. And the motive is what can you do for me and how can I get back in control? So just be very, very skeptical. If you have had the focus and you've been putting yourself first and the deal is to get them out of your life or get them to a level that the status with them is healthy for you, don't let situations like this change that. Keep looking forward, keep striving, because this is just another, another thing that comes into our life that we learn from. So don't let the toxic person use it as a manipulative tactic to suck you back in and take control. Believe me, if you've lived with them or if you've dealt with them, you're strong enough to do this too. And don't be afraid to ask for help from the people that you trust. You know, toxic people tra train us to not ask for help. I remember, you know, it took me a long time to ask for help because I was always the one that was fixing everything. I didn't need help. I could fix it. I could change the tire. I could change the oil. I could, you know, I could, I could do almost anything. Papers needed to be sent, I could do that. Pay the taxes, you know, whatever. So we get very used to taking care of ourselves and it's very difficult for us to ask for help. So if you are in a situation because of this pandemic, don't be afraid to ask for help to the people that you trust. And, and maybe sit down right now and write a list of the people that you trust so you don't accidentally trust the wrong one when you're feeling helpless. 
it's it's sounds awful i know but this is what i'm seeing i'm already seeing it in clients and i'm seeing it on the facebook support group that this is happening the toxic people are using this as a way back in to get control and take over so once again if you've we're thinking of the conference. If you missed it at the beginning, we have postponed the 2020 It's Not Normal, It's Toxic conference. We will announce the um, rescheduled date as soon as we have one. And again, I think if you are in a situation where you are stressing about the fact that you are going to be in the vicinity of the toxic person a lot more over the next month, get in the Strength Within group. It's a private group. So they can search it, but they can't see who's in it and, and they cannot see anything that is posted within there. But it, what it's going to do is it's going to give you a community of people that you can be in contact with during this time who will be going through the same thing that you are. And right now is when we need to support each other. This high stressful situations cause any type of abuse to become higher and more stressful. If you have questions, you can message me. Um, if you have podcast topics, let me know. And again, keep watching for the announcements because I'm going to have some online classes available so that I can stay better connected with you guys during um, this situation. Thank you for listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. If your life is being affected by a toxic relationship, visit coachingwithdrheidi.com and take our free toxicity profile analysis or schedule a personalized consultation with Dr. Heidi. You can also follow us on Instagram at coachingwithdrheidi or join our private Facebook group at Strength Within. Take your first step to freedom today. And remember, it's not normal. It's toxic.